0: wanted to be able to tell the wood from the trees we've got you covered with tree shorts our new mini series to accompany words on wood each episode will shine a spotlight on a single tree species and its timber before catching up with designers and architects about their experiences working with that particular wood i'm your host india block and today we're talking about american tulip wood If you're from Europe, then you've probably seen tulip flowers. But if you've never heard of tulip wood, then you'd be forgiven. It's been extinct on that continent since the last ice age. Scientists know that the species grew in Europe before then, thanks to the remnants of fossilised pollen found on the continent. But today, tulip wood is native only to North America. It grows from Connecticut all the way down the eastern seaboard to Florida. The name tulipwood comes from the tree's pale green and yellow flowers, which look like, you guessed it, tulips, when they blossom around May. Tulipwood trees are shade-intolerant and don't like to grow under the umbrella of other trees. Intent on reaching the light, tulipwood grows quickly, with very few branches up its length and few knots inside, resulting in a dense wood and thus a strong timber. Because of this preference for light, when trees in hardwood forests fall or are cut down, Tulipwood trees can grow quickly in their place and become the dominant, regenerating tree in certain areas. In fact, compared to the current global demand for tulipwood, the tree grows faster than it's harvested. Historically, tulipwood has been used for anything from cladding, interior finishes, framing, cabinet making and joinery, but it has often been covered up or painted over. In recent years, teams of researchers have begun experimenting with using tulipwood to create cross-laminated timber – a type of engineered wood that layers and glues wood together to make it strong. CLT is usually made from softwood, but the industry is now looking at how tulipwood, a hardwood, can be used to create beautiful and sustainable structures that are both strong and light. The emergence of tulipwood CLT provides a huge opportunity for architects, which is something I wanted to know more about. So, I spoke to the architect Alison Brooks, who collaborated with AHEC and the global engineering firm Arup in 2016 to create The Smile, the biggest hardwood CLT structure ever attempted at the time. Alison is a hugely influential architect, so her decision to work with Tulipwood CLT was significant. She's won the Reba Sterling Prize, the Manson Medal, and the Stephen Lawrence Prize. She's the only UK-based architect to have won all three and she works across all areas of the field, from housing and studios to theatres and educational spaces. The smile was an incredibly ambitious design. Completed as part of the 2016 London Design Festival, it was a 34-meter-long tube that cantilevered at both ends to create a curving tunnel for visitors to explore. But while Alison lives and works in the UK, she actually had a head start on working with wood thanks to her heritage. I think working
1: with wood comes very naturally to me because I'm from Canada and so much of Canada and North America is built from timber. It's the kind of indigenous building material that is very um, historically was just the resource that was there. And so virtually every house in North America is timber framed and it's something that you kind of grow up with.
0: But the Smile was a lot of firsts for everyone involved. Actually, the the Smile was the first
1: built project I've done in cross-laminated timber, and in particular hardwood cross-laminated timber. It's still a, a kind of experimental product in the sort of European and North American context. Most CLT is softwood, so it was an opportunity to work with the American Hardwood Export Council to use a kind of waste hardwood, which is tulip, small strips of tulip wood, as a structural material, which is, you know, a a super efficient and environmentally friendly way of sequestering carbon in, in a structure.
0: That's another thing that's interesting about using a tulip wood CLT. Along with the benefits of being light and strong, it can also be made using the bits of the tree that aren't premium grade. I'll let Alison explain the benefits fully.
1: Hardwood is is denser, and it's obviously it's a slower growing tree than softwoods, and so the grain is tighter, and the strands and the fibers are are closer together, and so it's stronger. It's it's heavier, but it's it's stronger as a as a um, structural material. So, and the interesting thing about tulip wood is that it's kind of a light, a lighter weight hardwood. It's not as heavy as oak, for example. So it has this amazing combination of a strength to weight ratio that's very high, you know, very high strength, especially when you put it together in a cross laminated panel. It's, it's very strong.
0: All this allowed Alison and the Arab team to really push the boundaries when it came to the smile
1: and so the the sort of 12 to 15 meter cantilevers at either end of the smile are the that's the the most extreme um test that that CLT has been put to to date and was really made possible by the fact that it was hardwood and and obviously brilliant engineering and from Arup and just a a very you know using the geometry of a tube a a more or less square tube that has a stiffness, a sectional stiffness as a form, and using that tube form and the curvature to work with the um, inherent properties of the CLT to make this kind of spectacular um, (laughs) tubular curved space.
0: Those cantilevered ends, rising up like the corners of a grinning mouth, a result of a lot of design experimentation by the architect
1: I actually tested a lot of other ideas before coming up with the with the smile as a as an arc on the horizon is is what I sort of initially thought would be a really compelling thing to experience and to kind of attract the public uh, to it during the London design Festival I What I found when I was working with flat planes and more sort of obvious enclosures was that they were just too architectural. I was trying to find a form that was completely unexpected as a piece of architecture or as a building. So in a way, the idea of working with a tube came first, like a a stiffened, uh, stiff structural section. Which spans, and then doing something unexpected instead of making it span, it so it's supported at either end. It's supported in the middle, and then the arc is is just a really unexpected form in, as a sort of architectural and building form. And yes, it was about creating a kind of silhouette that looks impossible as a building, but would be able to be inhabited as a as a space to create a kind of immersive experience of material, geometry, structure, space, all of those things uh, really just came together in that form.
0: Alison argues that the Smile was a very low-carbon or even carbon-neutral project to construct because more carbon was sequestered away inside the tulipwood CLT than was released in its making. It's always difficult to know these things with full certainty – People disagree over what aspects of a building and its construction need to be measured when assessing its carbon impact. But suffice to say, the smile took a number of interesting steps to reduce its footprint.
1: The grillage of the foundation was also made of wood. It was made of glue-laminated timber in a kind of tray, like an egg crate of glue-laminated timber. And we filled that with 20 kilogram weights, you know, the sort of um, steel... Like weights they come in in blocks, and you just fill up the the grillage with the with the weights to the appropriate tonnage and then, when it was disassembled, you just take the weights out and recycle the the um, glue lamb grillage so it was it was super um, sustainable in terms of. The source material, which is basically waste wood from the the timber industry in in North America.
0: One of the benefits of CLT that its supporters in the industry stress is how fast it can make the construction process. Despite all of the first involved, the SMILE was an incredibly quick project that took only six months to put together.
1: It's kind of a miracle, the whole project. I think we started in February. And they started manufacture or March, and we started, like started the design from scratch in, in February. And then by July, it had been manufactured and it was installed in two weeks it, at the beginning of, end of August, beginning of September. So it was an incredibly quick
0: programme. So there you have it. A pioneering project turned the tulipwood tree into a demonstration of cantilevering prowess. In fact, according to Arup, the SMILE is the hardest working CLT structure ever built because of its experimental form, designed to show the upper limit of the structural properties of the new material. I'd say that would give anyone a lot to smile about. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to Words on Wood on your favourite podcast platform to catch our next tree short. I've been your host, India Block, and this episode was produced and edited by Abby Hall.